Oh, yeah. This is the manly man, Randy Brutal, talking at you. When I'm on the road, I pass the time between matches, snapping to Slim Jims, and listening to the Sean Geek Podcast, which I download off of SeanMcGinnity.ca. That's the Sean Geek Podcast, downloaded off of SeanMcGinnity.ca, brother. Oh, yeah. Starts off with old school in one channel. Yep. I'm going to play the next section, but I wanted to stop it for a second here. There's a lot of weird times and weird time signatures in this song. Take a, take a listen here. Yeah. Yeah, that's so I cannot cool. play this fucking song on drums because of fucking Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does so that a lot. He does that. You listen to Finish What You Started, he'll do stuff like that. He does that a lot of stuff. You try to keep up. Yeah. Uh, Pound Cake. He does that with oh, Pound yeah. Cake, too. You're yeah, like, what, does, what, yeah. what, where's he going? What? Whoa. Oh, no, he's hitting the snare now. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. How yeah. do you learn a song with a metronome with something like that? I, yeah. I don't think you yeah. could. If <laughs> you like, can't. Yeah. yeah. You can't set it. That was cool. What was it? somebody I just heard? Uh, uh, where did I hear it? Somebody was talking about how when. He, he, oh, no, it was Greg. Greg Renoff was, was talking about how uh, Ted Templin was telling Greg, you didn't need a metronome with Eddie. Nope. And it, you really didn't need it for Alex either. Nope. Absolutely not. Like yeah. metronome for those who may not know, it's, it's to, to help the musician keep on the beat. But you think about it, though, Eddie and Alex, when they were playing with their dad and all these old guys, if they weren't, if their timing wasn't good playing with these old musicians, you know, these like really professional guys when they were playing on the boat or, or whatever, when they came over, like if their timing wasn't good, like you have to be good. Like in rock and roll, you can get away with it, but not, not with what, you know, where they were playing. Yeah, they would hear it. That's the old school jazz thing, man. Every little detail matters. Yeah, and a metronome is just basically something like it. Ju- it just goes. Tick, 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 yep. Tick, right. Just to, you, you, more often than not, the the drummer would have the headphones on to hear it in their headphones. Yeah. Or, no or one else would hear. Just the drummer would hear. Yeah. That's but just think, keep the beat. Like Eddie and Alex 
were well i mean they're brothers and they and they played together all their lives so they were kind of their own metronome together right so i mean it, it didn't matter because they were both using feeding each other off of you know to, to get that to get that yep. timing down yeah. yeah usually it's the bass player and the drummer playing together but not with the like with these two they were always playing off of each other yeah which is what todd and i do actually you know? yeah after a while when you play with i mean when you play with any drummer really after a while you get to know their you know when they hit their beats exactly the timing type thing and, and everyone's kind of a little bit different locked in yeah, yeah. that was good oh. stuff man i listened to that episode john you're playing the tracks it's good shit which one the dome tracks yeah yeah now th this yeah. uh this song was to be called hit the ground running yeah which that's what my tattoo is right below the vh oh. tat is hit the ground running yep wow this was um this was one of like after watching um jump this was like i needed to see more van halen videos right right and this i can't remember there was a trio of videos off this album that were released and it was all live oh, from oakland yeah is that what it was oh, oakland yeah yeah and dave's everybody uh <laughs> and he does the split yeah that's that's the thing too is at this point now you got 27 year old dave or i think he was around there 26 27 <laughs> he's the fucking michael jordan of rock and roll hell yeah there, there's i mean like when you would watch highlight footage of michael jordan and you'd see the stuff that he would do you're like yeah, how so. is he doing that and that's what it was with Dave. Yeah. How is he doing this? Showman all the way, all the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's I don't know nobody if you've ever else seen, like him. I don't know if you've ever seen training videos of, of Dave, like where he's training yeah. in whatever it is, you know, the, the sword, the sword play stuff or whatever. Like he trains really hard. Oh yeah. Like all the time. It's just like, well, he's yeah. a party guy, but then, you know, but no, he's an yeah. athlete. Yeah. Yeah. For I mean, sure. a lot of that was true. And a lot of that was just also, you know, he, he was always, carefully crafting an image um that you know he was just partying his ass off all the time but he took care of himself for sure he was i mean he was out running every morning and stevie vi talked about that yeah and, uh, he's like man dave taught me how to get ready for a tour you know every morning let's go going for a run yep you know all that stuff yeah cardio cardio makes you know makes a lot of sense when todd and i were playing with the embers um, and I was doing drumming and well, I don't know, Todd, you played with me when I was doing drums and vocals, right? Mm, no, I think I had left at that point. Cause so I think I, you were, you were no, cause Dick was just doing the drums. And was, were singing. I was trying to remember if there was times where Dick wasn't there and I just sat behind the kit and did the vocals too. But I used to train hard for those shows. Like I, I was running, I was doing car, sure. like I was doing weight workouts because if you're singing, you you have to have good good breath right but if you're singing and drumming like you have to be in you have to be in really good shape yeah. i used to train all the time back then because it was it was it's tough yeah i can imagine um do you remember what, what dave when he did that eat him and smile tour yeah. he was so determined to to prove what he could do he was in unbelievable shape on he that was. Tour. yep yeah, every, everybody looked good. Like I think, yeah, like I think Steve and Billy and and Greg were, were um, were they were all training. Like, right? 
Well, that's know. what they said, you know, like the Kiss reunion in 96. They're like Ace and Peter, just they're going to have to <laughs> yeah. get themselves ready. Like they got to work hard at this, you know, they have right. trainers and all that. Yeah. So uh, where are we putting Unchained? Oh, this is my number one. Yeah. Like, I mean. Number one I mean, for it, me. It's not just my favorite song, but it's also, I know, probably Todd. Todd's number one or number, well, I guess Todd's number two, I'm guessing. Yep. That's my number two. Yeah, yeah, the D, the, the this was I think this was the first drop D tune I'd ever heard, and then when I tried playing, it's like, well, why is he so low? Yeah. So I was just like, well, okay, I got to take the E string and tune it down two steps just to be able to do that chunka chunka <laughs> yeah. part of the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really Number one for me. And, yeah, drop D tuning. Yep. Number one for me, and and it's it's the it's the greatest van halen song of them all there you go let's well, say that's your, your your number one not just for this album oh you're a fucking asshole you don't know what you're talking <laughs> who is this guy from does this guy actually work for the van halen news desk or does he work for the thompson twins news desk thompson twins. <laughs> somebody had a comment recently in one of the articles we put up about the the park that they're going to be naming the eddie oh the yeah van halen stage after somebody's like i guess the what we had put up it didn't have the full name of the park or something and some guy's like put the full name of the park you donkeys (laughs) (laughs) you donkeys all right sir i'm sorry i'm a jackass the beginning of the song i will no i'm gonna say that is the it's the defining van halen song and i would say it's their greatest it, it's it's everything all in one it's it's dave's humor with the come on dave give me a break and right. it's it's eddie just tearing it up on guitar it's it's the riff it is the solo it is it's just from start to finish what's interesting too is how it finishes trails off a soft yeah. finish to this song yeah. it's got so much energy and it works, but you would think almost it would end like the way rock star ending usually, right? Like, yeah, or like hear about it later. Oh, right, right, yeah, or it, it ends like hear about it later or something like that. But but Todd, you have you have it at two though, Todd, right? Because you have Mean Street at one. You know what? Well, that was one of the ones that was kind of like, well, do I put it number one or number? Because I think when Sean, when we were doing another episode about Van Halen, I think I had rated Unchained as probably the number one. I think it was when we were spinning the wheel. And they asked which one that I was wanting to come up. <laughs> I think oh, it was unchained. That's right. Yeah, it was unchained. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll notice when he's doing the drop D chugga chugga, that's when you can hear the phaser or the, the flanger going off. Like if you have the headphones on, you can really tell. Right. Like he'll he'll play and then when he goes chunk chunk, you can really hear the the wave, the, the wave of the signal coming yeah. through. Yeah, that's the thing too. It, it's yeah. it's it's, it's, subtle, it's never mechanical with Eddie. Like he could he could oh. play a lot of the guitarists from that he inspired are all damn good there's no no doubt about it but you sometimes you don't they would sound a little mechanical almost like you know it was like uh they'd come up with the riff and they'd repeat the riff and eddie would throw in little things and they're like you know little yeah, like things yeah. in between or a little horse whinny in there a little this little that and it's like he's playing it on the first take it's it's raw um yeah it's it's just so cool i suppose now's the time to get to the solo <laughs> yep i was just gonna say about that horse whinny there i, I, yeah. I remember the first time I, todd was sound checking at some whatever some show at the at the high school 
and he was behind i think you were behind the curtain or whatever and like oh i was behind the curtain i was in front row because you know, i was seeing my favorite guitar player play my brother and uh he was you doing the horse winnie behind the stage and the people in the audience were like what the hell is that is that a guitar? <laughs> but you'd learn how to do the horse winnie remember that that's cool yeah it's the elephant the horse winnie the yeah he the does elephant, the police yeah. siren at the end of dirty movies doesn't he you can hear that's him oh, as, yeah. as the song fades out that's right <laughs> yeah yeah all right let's hear this solo to the point <laughs> and then but then i love the breakdown with dave Ooh, that soon as you and i love the stuff yeah. that's ed zoom in there <laughs> and so live he they'd really extend that out yeah extend that out and have fun with it and he does at the end here too yeah he's kind of soloing that at the end yeah actually play play the uh you gotta play the uh come on dig give me a break part that's it yeah. some leg tonight for sure tell us how you do come on Dave give me a break Yeah, like right there, normally you hear. Yeah. But nothing. It's just. They, they, oh, that's it. I'm sorry. I cut off Eddie there. Can you go back and the. Yeah. The little thing he hits the three. What he hits the strings on the top. Nice. <laughs> it almost sounds like he's hitting the springs on the back of the cavity of his guitar. Okay. That's what, that's I, what it sounds oh, like. Oh, yeah. Okay. I loved it live whenever you'd see Eddie do that part, the breakdown. He's, dun, 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 you know, and he's just yeah. smiling, looking over at Dave. And it's just Dave's, you know, he's looking at Dave like, uh, here he goes. You know, Dave does his, he, he'll do his stick, you know, and that, that combo of Dave and Ed, you know, Dave, the, just the, the, the extrovert, just uh, showman. And, and Eddie's just back there, just keeping quiet, playing on his guitar and just smiling like, Fucking Dave, what's he up to now? You know, yeah, I yeah. always love that in, in concert. And, and when they did Unchained with Sammy, they they'd eliminate that whole part. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I have to go back and well, I haven't watched like uh, Live Without Annette. I don't know what Annette has to do with that. Why, like, she's in the title of that? Like, what does Annette? Have to do with, <laughs> you know, like, Annette. was it Annette Funicello or, or I don't know, like, I believe it's a. And then space net. But we'll have to look that up. Are you sure? Let's, hold on, check VHND. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll we notice. Say, and now people will take us to fucking guy. <laughs> Van Hill News. That doesn't even fucking know. Well, we saw it. 
Todd, you used to say it with your accent all the time. <laughs> with my with accent. French accent. <laughs> What's that? Annette? Live without Annette. Live uh... without Annette. Yeah. You'll notice his solo isn't super flashy, super fast, no. but it doesn't have to be. Mm-mm. Like when 80 plays, it's just, it just exudes <laughs> just yeah. his flair. Yeah. He's not showing off. No, but he's, but he's juicy. Into, yeah. Yep. Playing to the song, which is why he's, <laughs> yeah. A lot of the people that would say, you know, ah, those who would say, I'm not into, you know, Eddie, just, you know, one of those guys just plays a bunch of notes and all that silly stuff. You know, you're like, you're not listening to enough of, of him. <laughs> I don't know what you've been listening to. And there are many that will say that, but you, you'll hear him every now and then. Oh, you're just playing around, showing off on the look how many notes I can play. That's not, that's he not, had, yeah, he had restraint, like he, he yeah. had a sense of timing. Yeah, it just wasn't. You got to listen. You got to listen to the entire catalog and you'll see. But I like how, that, like, there's there's points, like, where he's, like, when he, in a solo, he's, like, he'll play and then he'll pause and then he'll play and then he'll pause. Like, he's not just, like, right. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's and there's a pause because he's a songwriter, he yeah. understands all that. And it's not just the guitarist saying, You guys write the song when you need me to do the solo, let me know, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, or or I'll come up with a riff and then you guys do what you got to do, and I'll come in and I'll just show off. It wasn't Mark St. John from Kiss, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Vinnie Vincent solos in concert and Paul Stanley's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> that incident where the solo went too long and Paul yeah. like, all right, you're done. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> finished. Um, you know, Vinnie Vincent just didn't work out. In the early days, he tried to be like politically correct about it. And then over yeah. time, he's just like, you know, just couldn't stand him. Uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. What's the next? What's the next song? The next song in here is. With comes to thove. That's right. <laughs> it's we gotta, we gotta, oh, there it is. We got to get Todd's sultry voice. <laughs> I'm thinking he should do. He should do an opening for my uh, book done rock podcast. You're listening to <laughs> Todd. Yeah, yeah, let's do one. <laughs> listening to book done rock. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. <laughs> People are gonna think it's like some like one of those. Uh, it's rock, steamy, <laughs> steamy uh, sex novel. Rock out with your cock out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> what is it? Bookedonrock.com, right? Yeah, bookedonrock.com. There, we're gonna we're gonna do this right now. I'm gonna share the screen. <laughs> and then, uh, wait, where's oh, where's your description? Wait, about about. There it is. That's you. That's me. Wow. Yeah, from taking out the old radio station. All right, Todd. Said, Todd, can you read this part here? Down, Todd, or sure. Three, two, one. Join me for. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again. Join me for deep dive discussions of the greatest artists, albums, and songs in rock history with the authors who've written all about them. No, I love it. That's gonna be doing your Pete the Cat. 
<laughs> Pete the cat. Pete the cat. I was trying to be sexy. Sounded like Pete the cat. Oh man. <laughs> so uh, in the morning, Todd's sultry and sexy, and at night he's not like Pete the cat. <laughs> <laughs> sultry and sexy. Uh, let's crack open another book on rock. Here's Eric's energy. <laughs> oh God. All right, were you ready for the next track, boy? Here we go. Now, here's the one that I feel like is a little disco influenced, although it's it's worded differently in in the way it's been described in other places, including VHND. But uh, well, don't believe what they say on well, VHND. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, let's. Uh, so what song are we talking about? Let's take a listen. Yeah, so wow. Daddy was saying Dave wanted to cash in on the reggae phase. It's like a yeah dub reggae type of thing. But dub you reggae, hear a yeah. little bit of the disco. A little bit of R&B, a little bit of disco, a little bit of dub reggae. Yeah, great vocals from Dave on that track. Yeah, for those, like, for me, for me, this, when I heard this song, this was like the cement of Dave is one of the best singers of all time when I heard this song, like, the first time. Because, man, it's just yep. like, He's doing the falsetto there and he's got a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a dust on, on the voice there. Oh, yep. Man, like so... on secrets from diver down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Smoking that's three right. packs a day, that raspy voice. And by the way, I, I love the, the handful of songs he's put out. Um, the new stuff. Yeah. Over the rainbow bar and grill and yep. pointing at the moon. Um, no one nobody could nobody could have stopped us back then anyway right that's the that's the title yeah mike's bass heavy intro you'll notice that mike now is the one that's using the the, the, the was it the flanger or phaser i can't remember but uh but yeah you can hear it when he's coming in with it yep it's got a nice uh it's got a nice groove to it nice harmonies at the beginning uh, not your and when you get to the solo it's not your typical Eddie solo, but it's very oh. tasty. It's very nice. Yep. By the way, nothing could have stopped us back then anyway. That's the the big oh, yeah. song. Yeah. So is God he actually doesn't, God doesn't even know the title? Is he even going to like put like them all out? Because remember they. Yeah, they, I think John so. John Five have a whole album's worth. They do. Released, yeah. Right? But, it, but if you look back, if you look at the, the history of each of the releases of these tracks, they're they're all planned they're all dave knows that just when to when that wave starts coming yeah he's catching that wave so whenever there's van halen's in the news or dave's in the news yeah you'll then other one you'll then get a single yeah if, if you track yeah, them out if you look at when they were 
released if if whether it's good or bad if somebody's talking shit about him and hits the media or whatever yeah you'll get a song so yeah and he did talk about that with joe rogan he felt that was the way to go just drop a single individually at a time rather than a whole album it's not what he wants it's not an album time anymore anyway right honestly everything's all singles right so yeah um this i uh i'm gonna vote last like i'll I'll do this one okay you guys go first okay so i'm gonna go with seven i put push comes to shove at seven yeah i put it at number six okay number six yeah i mean good song definitely not gonna skip over it and you know just this is a song that if if you are a huge van halen fan you'll listen to if you're not you might skip over it but for me i could just listen to the just the whole dynamics of the band working together and hearing Eddie and hearing all that, but I could see, you know, it's, it, it's not on the level of unchained. Let's put it that way. So it's, mm-hmm. but it's this, a cool tune. This is my number two. Really? Get oh, out of song. town, man. I love this song. <laughs> Listen to me. You going, know, okay. What was that? Early <laughs> mid set. Get out of town, man. No, that's cool. Interesting. So why do you have it as okay, two? You, you said, you remember eat them and smile. Yep. My favorite track on Eat Him and Smile, I'm going to spoil it now, is Ladies Night in Buffalo. Yes, this is like Ladies this Night in Buffalo. Very much. And um, uh, Damn Good is my oh. probably my favorite song off of Sky. Was it Skyscraper? Skyscraper. Right? Love Damn I, Good. I, I like when song. Dave goes into this mode. He's very comfortable here. He's he's You, you get a bit more, because Dave's always a little bit more flashy, sort of making statements he's not personal i feel he's personal on this song and i like when he's personal on his songs yeah and he feels personal on this song like we're getting i don't remember there was an interview with um uh it wasn't eric m was it it was um there was an interview with god on mtv where he alluded to not being with the woman that he loved and it broke his heart and then he's sort of like, oh, shit, I gave away too much. That's not Diamond Dave. That's, mm. that's David Roth. And then he's kind of stepped back. I feel like we just got a glimpse of well, you know, the human being, Dave, not the superstar, rock, front man, rock god guy. Letting that's his him. guard down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's him on Damn Good, and that's him on these songs. That- but I was listening to I was cutting the grass, I was, and I had it cranked in my ears for Damn Good, and I'm like, this you're singing about van halen here aren't you oh yeah singing about dave and i never really caught it because again i'm i don't listen to lyrics generally like i don't know like it takes me a while to come around to the lyrics it's always the music first and the melody yeah, you're, you're talking about damn good yeah i'm talking about damn oh good. yeah yeah and he's didn't he's, really connect yeah it it never really was said outright but i think he's obviously talking i think he's talking about van halen in the first verse and then he's talking about having good times now with where he's at yeah and he's looking forward to more good times in the future. But yeah, he he, he listened to those, the lyrics. Yeah, he's talking about because I mean, by that time he thought he'd be back. I, I just he just thought yeah. Eddie was just going to do a solo project, wasn't going to uh, wasn't going to form another band. You know, yeah. just I think he just thought I'll do my thing. He does his. We'll we'll get back. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right. So push comes to shove. That's the uh, the anomaly. One of the anomalies on the album, I find. Okay, so we're on to the next song. Okay. So this is love. Question mark? Yeah. 
love the sun and the snare here. Well, I got to, can you find, I got to pull up my list here. How do I exit out of the full screen mode? You got me in here. I go to view options. Let's just do this. Yeah, cool. I have, so this is love at four. At four. Yeah, I put it higher up. I mean, I, yeah, I could have moved that around probably two, but it's just, it, it is one of the more popular songs from that album because of the video. Oh, yeah. It's got a great groove. It's upbeat. One thing that's interesting is what the title originally was intended to be and what it ended up being. It was intended to be, what was it going to be called? Uh, flesh and Blood flesh Banana blood. Oil. <laughs> banana Oil in parentheses. So you the Flesh and Blood, instead of hearing, so this is love, he would say Flesh and Blood. Ah, yeah, okay. Interesting. But yeah, this is a good tune, man. The groove, you can't be you can't deny that bass line from Mike. And it's a fun tune. This is probably like the most Where's upbeat. The banana oil song. come in. Like is that a line in the song? <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> no, but I think oil. Yeah, that's that, that's Dave's uh Oh, here thing. we go. Got me on pins and needles, and she knows one can banana oil to go. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell? That great? <laughs> That's the beach bum, uh, Dave. Yeah, coming out there. Yep. Yeah. Todd? Yeah, we got the original Flesh and Blood lyrics on the VHND site. Yep. That's what I'm looking at right now. Yep. What's your ranking, Todd? Uh, for me, it was number five. Um, Eris got it right with that groove, like the groove. You know, it 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 sets up Eddie for the solo. But uh, yeah, very, very, very cool. Yeah, it's it's one of the m most well-known videos from Van Halen, again, because those three Oakland videos are very talked good. about so much. This was uh, my number three. This used to be my number one at, at some point. I just, yeah, the video, everything, get to see Van Halen live and what they're, what they're like live in that video, just the groove, just everything amazing solo but this this is one that just it it's always in the top five for me but it's yeah, this week yeah it's still now the the video fourth so this is love yep that's one that had just recently surfaced and that is up on vhnd.com as well which jeff hausman did an extensive article on it for the inside magazine back in the day and then the video surfaced uh that was back in 95 that jeff did that article and wow. uh yeah jeff got a hold of some of the photos in the 80s we watched this so much music yeah well, th this video is them at a dinosaur park it's just bizarre oh, it's on that YouTube. video that's the one yeah and it, what was yeah. cool is the vhnd made rolling stone which i remember i texted jeff I was like we're in rolling stone man 
because <laughs> they cited us for uh, the, the Rolling Stone did an article on it and they cited us, which was very cool. That's really good. And uh, credit to Jeff, man, because he's the one who did that great article back in the day. And then this video surfaces. Have you ever seen the video? Todd? I have. I, I don't I, know. If I watched the it dinosaur on. video. It's, uh, it sounds familiar. Uh, as soon as I, I I'd seen it, I'd be going, oh, okay, I've seen. Yeah, you'll see it. You, know, you can just. I, I mean, I probably come. researched to try and find every one I could find. There it is. So this is love. <laughs> Look at the freaking. Are you ready, Todd? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, it looks familiar. Yeah. But uh, well, let's just play the uh, Sunday afternoon in the park here. It's cool as hell. It's that tracks all but the drums for me. Yeah, the work he's Alex is doing on the cymbals. Yeah, really cool, really cool. Yeah, and Ed uses something called an electroharmonics microsynthesizer. It sounds which, cool. It sounds cool. It, this is again what we were talking about. It's like how this movie, this album, like a soundtrack. This is definitely the soundtrack song. Yeah, I can, I can see uh, some eighties movie where some I don't know some. Someone in the dirty streets of LA, you know, and maybe being chased or something, or you know, he's tripping out or he's about to die. I, I don't know. It just it just it's very evocative. Yeah, really cool. And Wolfgang actually used the same instrument on one of his tracks for his Mammoth WVH album. Oh. Yeah, he brought it out. The same the same piece of equipment that his dad used. Yeah, because that's where he's recording, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the song for people who are curious about that. Oh, yeah. The song became a part of Mike's bass solo during the For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge Tour. Yeah, it did. Yep. That's, that's, and on the live right here, right now album, which is not really live. But, yeah. But they, Mike played that on that tour. Yeah. I like, there was a comment on, on, uh, on the Van Halen News Desk page that said, could this song, uh, have inspired dub industrial rock like Nine Inch Nails and many others 10 years hey, later. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Mammoth WVH, Mr. Ed, uh, the synth on that, uh, he was, Wolfgang was just waiting for the right moment to insert that synthesizer part into a song and he did it on Mr. Ed. Um, it's It's the same original electro harmonics micro synthesizer that his dad used on this track and you will hear it i'm trying to remember where you can hear it you'll know it when you hear it not yet yeah it's in there it might be during the solo i'm trying to remember i can't remember now 
Oh, there it is. That was it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Turn it up a bit. Yep. Cool. Cool. I never would have made a connection. No, no, it's oh. subtle, but it's in there. Well, all right, let's let's re- read the song. I rated this eight. Yes, let's see. Where did I? Yeah, I have this at. Oh, again. Nine. John, I lost my. Oh, wait. Makes it full screen, right? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so I have it. Yeah, I had it as number eight. And and uh, and it's just, I love the instrumental. I, I actually almost put this up higher. I just love, I love how it sounds, but you just, I, I can't do that. I had to put it at eight, so. Really cool. Another inventive moment in Eddie Van Halen history, and it's one for the books. I love listening to it. It's quick, but it's a nice, it's nice lead into the final track. Yeah. Todd? Uh, I put it as number nine. Okay. Uh, now, would this be the tune that, remember when uh, when Dave said, you know what, no one wants to hear you play keyboards, man, says you're a guitar hero. Is this kind of what he was talking about with the keyboards? It's a very keyboard heavy intro. Uh, which which isn't bad at all, but it's not it's not your typical Van Halen tune that you're kind of used to. Yeah, it, uh, it. I mean, Jump is the one that was flat out where he says you're a guitar hero. You know, nobody wants to hear this with Jump. However, something like this, I'm sure he brought it to his attention, and they just said no. And he probably did this. This is one of those he did where he sneaks in in the middle of the night, early morning hours, and gets it, it in. Yeah, him and Alex go in, record it. Yeah, because the first keyboard. The first time Eddie used keyboards on a song was on um, uh, off of Women and Children first. There you go. Yeah. Cradle will rock. Yeah. And some people thought it was the guitar. There's like, no, no. It's the Wurlitzer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that was one where Eddie was like, come on, man, let's use it. No, 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 no. And he snuck in and. It's it's interesting because there was one story from this album where Eddie, I think it was on, I think it was on uh, on Chain, but Eddie played a song a certain way, and Ted Temple was like, "No, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't like that." Like Ed did like twenty takes of it, and Ted was, "Ah, oh, no, I don't like it, I don't like it." So then, um, the next day, Ed played, I think in the overnight he he did some more versions of it, but just did another one identical to the one of the ones that Ted had heard the, the day before. And Ted's like, I like that. I like that, <laughs> you know? So that's just, you know. Yeah. It's like you say, it depends on the day, right? So like one day Ted's hearing it and not feeling it. The next day he is. And, and Ed found his way around those types of things. Like just play, play it again and see what he says. I'm going to um, go to the end of Sunday afternoon in the park and let it bleed. Okay. Yeah. Back here. How did you think uh, Dave reacted to, okay, write some lyrics for this. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it was supposedly done in one take as the band was literally heading out of the door of Sunset Sound. And I, I think, yeah, they just, maybe Dave just whipped it together and said, yeah, here you go. Uh, I, um, I believe so, yeah. This guy. Yeah, just basically quickly recorded. Templeman suggested that the idea for the song was inspired by the, the the pace in which they were recording songs but i think yeah they were on their way out and said here you go uh great solo from eddie on this mm, yeah yeah so you want to hear it is that what you're saying sure but real quick this is classic dave right he's the guy he's messing around with the, uh -oh. the <laughs> married woman sneaking in the back door <laughs> typical dave okay let's play the solo. Yeah. at the peak of his powers okay let's let's right give here. a vote on this here quick and then uh let's give her evaluation of the everything as a whole what's uh eric what'd you vote for this track i put it at nine yeah ditto. yeah I, I do have it at nine yeah yeah it's uh you know i don't want to say throwaway song but it's just quickly put together fun tune nice way to end the album but still got to put it at the bottom nine todd uh eight yeah yeah this goes to prove that eddie can play over anything you give him yep. this song without the solo is like how would you put a solo you know to this to make it sound like eddie but eddie just goes to it and just takes it to town just like beat it like just here you know what just throw something on here but you know it's him <laughs> yep yeah um it, it, yeah this, number eight it's it's not um it's not one of my faves but uh they still do a good job on it yeah again you could just listen to it for eddie alone yeah and and alex is really killing it on that track too he's doing some fun stuff yeah definitely i'm just tallying up our uh our votes. yeah tally up the scores it almost sounds like when he's doing the keyboards on this song he's going through a wah pedal and it's it's almost like cracked about halfway through and it's got that mid uh mid hump i guess that comes through with the keyboards it just kind of cuts through the mix yeah just the stuff he was doing the stuff he was experimenting with amazing yeah i wonder if wolfgang wolfgang is going to be doing any type of experimentation when it comes to either modifying or just kind of doing different things to change his sounds going to be interesting yeah he's working on something you know these days he's 
I'm sure he's laid down tracks and he's get because he does want to have another album out soon. He is going to do some dates though with Alter Bridge. He's going out and tour yeah. with them, so he'll be busy on the road. Are you guys ready for the rankings? Let's do oh, it. Uh, here. So number one, Unchained. No surprise there. Yep. Uh, followed by Mean Street. Push comes to shove. Uh, hear about it later. So this is love. Dirty movies. Sinners swing. Sunday afternoon in the park and one foot out the door. And uh, honestly, the first two were runaway successes and everything else is like within like two or three points of each other all the way down. Okay. Is this Van Halen's best album? Man. Mm. Oh, Van Halen three is the best album. I mean, come on. Hmm. If you ever the cult of Mariani has invaded our town. <laughs> Silent when you wanted to talk. How many say I? How many say I? Boy, I know, no, was, I was I? Uh, um, I would say, I would say, you got to put the debut as their best album, their greatest album. Yeah, probably. 84. 1984. That was the first one I was introduced to. Yeah. It was 1984. That, same here. Yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, holy shit. And then when I found out they had more out, it was like, okay. And I listened yes. to that and I was even more blown away. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Then I was hooked. Then it's like, how does he get that tone? It, it, it sounds like the amp is just ready to blow up. Yeah. Like it's just right on the verge of, of you know, and that's the tone that everyone... You know, anybody that's trying to chase Eddie's tone, that's that's what you're that's what they're trying to find. They're trying to find yeah. not not just a distortion just for the sake of having distortion, but something where your amp just sounds like it's just on the verge of blowing up. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think of where I would rank fair warning. I think it's one of those albums though. It's it's your favorite album this week, and then you go back to your to the regulars, right? Like the, yeah, I mean, I, I gotta go with the or, debut as one because of how important it yeah. is. And of all the just the classics on there. And then 1984 has to be two. And then Fair Warning has to be three. And then I would put 5150 at. at I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I would rank, I think, the the pre Dave, post Dave as two separate rankings. Yeah. Completely yeah. Different. I don't yeah. think I like to mix mix the two up. They're both. I, it's like I got to tell you, man, I love two. Van Halen, two. I love. Love Van Halen, two. So how would you rank the one? Remember when they came back and then uh, Dave and uh, and Eddie got together and they was it two songs? Two songs, yeah. Or was it two or three songs? Two songs that they did together. What do you think of those two songs? Oh, wait, we talk about the '96 Me Wise Magic. Me Wise Can't Magic. get the stuff no more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love those songs. I love Me Wise Magic. Uh, was I believe the first one that was released as a yep. single, but Can't Get the Stuff No More was really dark and and. I love the lyrics that Dave was singing about. And of course we know he's talking about, you can't get this stuff no more. Like, you know, this, he was talking about Van Halen there. And I think that was like an extension of humans being that type of sound. So I love both of them. Yeah. Same here. And I'll, I'll tell you the ones they did with Sammy on the, uh, 
oh four best of yeah up for breakfast not <laughs> not so hot you know lyrically the music was intended for dave i think um they may have even put lyrics down but that was like in an one or late 99 i think they started working on it for dave uh up for breakfast yeah i mean it's about time it's good okay uh i, I actually think my f- favorite of those would be uh uh let's see how many did they did three right what three like greatest hits or a th- a three new songs with sammy sorry um i gotta look i can't remember now because uh, le- learning to see to learning to see i like and i know a lot a lot of the fans don't like that one but learning to see i did like i still like listening to that um yeah it's a yeah it's about time up for breakfast learning to see yeah learning to see is a cool song but they just were not the chemistry wasn't there they weren't yeah, that was on Best of Both Worlds. Is that right? Uh, yeah, Best of Both Worlds. Yep. Taking a peek here. Yep. Yeah, I never ever bought this one because it's like I have all the Van Halen albums. Like it was just didn't bother. It's, it's got some interesting stuff on there though. It's got finish what you start. It doesn't fade out. Oh yeah. Yeah. The version that they have on that. I only see two new songs on here. You'll see them up top. It's it's eruption yeah, it's is the right. opening track, but then tracks two, three, and four are the new ones. Yeah, so it's about time up for bre- oh yeah, sorry, it's about time up for breakfast and learning to see. Yeah, so three yep. tracks. Yep. Yeah. So that's it, boys. Another good, another good time. Another good, another yeah, classic audio, Van Halen album to audio go tracks so people can hear what the hell we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we're not guitar players. What the hell is that McGinnity boy talking about? Yeah, it's all right. It's- Listen. Listen, I'll I'll make sure I'll go on the stand for you when I defend you in court for copyright. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> we're just fair trying to, use, man. to buy more. We're trying to let people buy more Van Halen albums. Oh, it's fair right. use. I just, you know, with the one I did, Discovery, I was I just put so much time into those episodes and just to risk having them pulled down. I was just like, I can't, you know. So I that's when I started the booked on rock one, which I thought, you know what? This is a way to do it. Great podcast has great stories, and these guys have the great stories, and it's been going. It's been going really well. I think you need a segment on the book on rock where Todd reads an excerpt from the book. Every book. <laughs> That's what doing. we should do, right? <laughs> Give me as soon as I wake up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of his first coffee. This is a segue into a uh, shameless plug, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> let's, let's plug away. Bookedonrock.com, B-O-O-K-E-D, onrock.com. Just interviewed Fred Goodman, who was former editor at Rolling Stone. He put out a great book, Rock on Film, which was in association with Turner Classics, Turner Classic Movies. And uh, Fred was on Turner Classics to promote it recently. Had one, uh, did one on Phil Collins in the 80s with Andrew Wilde. He's been on the show often. Another great one was Peter Shapiro, who... He's the guy who promoted the Grateful Dead 50th concerts. He produced U2 3D. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he was great. I had him on recently. Oh, another fun one. If you're a Beatles fan, and who isn't? Uh, Robert Hieronymus and Laura Cortner, authors of a book called It's All in the Mind Inside the Beatles, Yellow Submarine. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Two volumes they did on that. Fascinating stuff. And my friend Greg Prado. 
back on the I think I've had him like five times now. And he had a great book. Uh, and Todd, you'll enjoy this book. And the interview is interesting. Greg Prater wrote a book, Iconic Guitar Gear. So it's like all of these guitarists that how they got their tone, Ooh. all of that stuff. That was and a great episode. That was yeah, episode he, 75 there. 75. He talks about Eddie, of course, but he's got stories on a lot. He, Greg's talked to just everybody imaginable. So those are just some of the, another fun one, another Beatles one, the Beatle who vanished, this guy, Jimmy nickel, right? He was in the Beatles for 13 days because Ringo had laryngitis, I believe. Some, yeah. uh, And yeah, tonsils, tonsils, uh, tonsillitis or something. So he's with the Beatles. He's experiencing that whole whirlwind. Just, he was he was just swept up in the whole thing and then all of a sudden it's like okay you're all set ringo's back see ya and what happened with his life after that is he alive is he dead fascinating that one i also recommend another one uh actually a couple more bill german who wrote a book about his experience working with the stones he produced their fanzine and he started it out of his high school as a 16 year old and literally just went up to the to ronnie wood after a, uh, an event in New York City and said, look what I did. And Ronnie was impressed with it, showed it to Keith. Stones hired him, worked with the Stones from 80, I want to say 84 to 98. And he had unbelievable stories. He's the one who broke the story about Charlie Watts punching Mick in the face because Charlie oh, called, yeah, yeah. oh, you're just my drummer. Nobody cares. He's just a drummer. <laughs> And uh, and then he and then Keith Richards calling uh, Mick Brenda because he was such a diva. <laughs> Those stories came from Bill's book. Yeah, yeah. And, and one last one, I'll just sneak in another great one. This this guy Michael Goldberg wrote a book. I don't know, Sean, if you mentioned this Wait, one, if you heard this episode, he so. wrote a book on a guitarist by the name of James Calvin Wilsey. Oh, yeah, and yeah. He, oh my God, he's the guy who's on Chris Isaac's yes, uh, Wicked Game, that beautiful guitar work. Oh my God, that that episode was really interesting. Brilliant musician who got taken down by drugs. And basically the story, the book begins with where it ends, where he's he's homeless. He's he's living in he's sleeping on a piece of cardboard outside of a, a, a it was like a music shop or it was some music production company, whatever. But anyway, the woman that the woman who owned it came out and said, You can't sleep here, you know, get out of here. But she felt bad for him and gave him food and this that and the other. But then he he said he knew who she was. And she goes, How do you know who I am? And he goes, Oh, I'm James. I, I'm a guitarist. I played on Chris Isaac's Wicked Game. In Chris Yeah, and I played in Chris Isaac's uh band and she went home and looked him up and she's like, Holy shit, you know, and then he died like shortly after that from drugs. Yeah, an amazing story. Really, should be turned into a movie. So yeah, I think I yeah. reached out to I think I reached out to the author after listening to the episode. And just, oh, cool! Yeah, you're, and you're gonna have um, you're gonna have one of the guys that was on my show on yours, uh, Michael Barclay, right? He talked to uh, yeah, the Canadian. Yeah, once, once I'm done, I'm still working through the book. I want to make sure I've got the book under my belt before. Uh, yeah. I do. But I was uh, I was talking about it on on um, podcast will rock. It's just just the playlist like he's got a playlist for every chapter yep and just a great introduction I, we're going to kind of work it into our episode with um the boys from podcast will rock cool man yeah i had john Beauvoir from the plasmatics on too yes. so yeah booked on rock.com you could find me wherever it's on spotify apple 
We're on YouTube. Uh, what else? What are the other ones? iHeart. Amazon, Apple, Spreaker, Apple, Xbox, Deezer, Google, iHeart, yeah, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn. All there. Yeah. And that's yeah. it, man. And then, of course, VHND.com. We're always keeping keeping uh, fans up to date and what's happening in the world of Van Halen. And VanHalenStore.com, man. Go over there and get some cool merchandise, as you can see behind me. I'm like, I got the EVH bar stool. I got everything all behind me there. So that's it, guys. All As right. always, great to see you guys. Yep. Great to be on the show. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to hearing you guys again on and the podcast <laughs> rock, right? Maybe you'll be back on a third time. I'm 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 gonna be making an appearance this week, so I'm yes. looking forward to it. Very excited. Week. Right on. That so. was fan casting there. Yeah, man. I, I fan casted. We just put them both on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I have you to thank for that because yeah, there was the voting thing. Like, who do you want back on? Which which yep. previous guys you went back on? And I didn't, I didn't win the no, which I the contest. And and so you <laughs> you found a way to get me in there. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, who, no way you're not coming back. <laughs> who and I'll be on with um, uh, who who is she? She's a huge Van Halen oh, fan. Kel- she, well, she calls herself Kelsey Van Halen. Kelsey, and she was great when she was a oh, guest. She was good. That was so, like one of the first guests they had. If I yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to to being on with those guys, and we'll see what's on. I'm hoping to. I want humans being. Yeah, yeah, we're due. Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, call your call, shot. Yeah, what do they call it? Call your shot, but uh, manifest. I'm going to manifest. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Okay. Thanks a lot. I'm going to hit stop and then fans of the Sean geek podcast. This is the core geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean geek podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to Sean and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean geek podcast store on T public where you can find the Sean geek podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.